may not look like much. She's got it where it counts, kid. This is the Millennial Falcon. I'm Josh. And I'm John. Today, we got big news, people. Big news today. Oh, uh, extra, extra. Read all about it. Here, here. <laughs> <laughs> We're making some changes to the Millennial Falcon. So on this show, from the beginning, I almost said the right off the bat thing again. Oh my gosh. I need to stop making sports references. I'm not make, a sports guy. Make all the sports references you want. For the longest time, we've always done a six-category rating system, and the one of the biggest reasons we wanted to do that was because we wanted something that kind of makes our podcast just stand out a little bit, something that keeps it different, keeps it interesting, and whenever John and I talk about movies, we always talk about all these different elements of the film that kind of makes it stand out or makes it all the different things that are worth talking about, and something that we've realized after... The 23, I think this is our 23rd episode of the Millennial Falcon podcast now. And I think we're 15 or 16 episodes of Star Wars reviews, something like that. But anyway, after we've been doing this for a while now, we've kind of realized it seems a little bit clunky at times having all six categories. And especially when we're doing TV. Yeah, because I think with, I think with animation, it is a little different. And I was Mm -hmm. just saying to Josh, even before we were recording, like, a lot of them bleed into each other. Yeah. Like, character development and plot and a lot of that really bleeds in. Mm -hmm. Dialogue and and acting, they really bleed in. Yeah. And they all kind of of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So, basically, we're just going to try to clean it up a little bit and narrow it down to three different categories that encompass all, all six of what we're talking about. Yeah. Plus, I think we're, we're adding some new elements like entertainment value. Yes. Yeah, so the three categories that we're going to start doing, and we'd love to hear your thoughts about this, honestly. If you have feedback for us, um, send us a message on Instagram. We, we, we love getting feedback. It's oh, yeah. like The feedback we've gotten has helped us just get more comfortable mm-hmm. and just helped us to do better. And we, always, we, that's really, we talk about this a lot, me and Josh. Like We yeah. want this show to be really well done mm-hmm. and... That means we need feedback. We want yeah. we want you we want you guys to be a part of that. Yeah, absolutely. We care about the quality of this show, and if you guys have ideas or things that you're like, man, I hate it when you guys do that. Let us know, seriously. <laughs> um, but anyway, the three categories that we were talking about, and who knows if we'll change the name of these categories or not, but the the premise of it stays the same: story, artistry, and entertainment value. I feel like that really just encompasses what we want to talk about. Like, because when it comes to story, that kind of fits like three of the things we've been talking about all this time, which is plot. So plot and story are, you know, one of the same. Mm -hmm. But then character development and dialogue, those are like three things that kind of like we've always broken down separately. But like we said, they kind of bleed into each other a lot. And Mm -hmm. it's really hard to like keep those separate sometimes, especially with television, because, you know, episode to episode, some of these things barely ever even change. But then with artistry, I thought maybe we should just make it one category because visual effects, the acting, I suppose, is, is a form of artistry itself. And then the score. So those three things kind of make up 
artistry and it's just like the visuals the the environment like how you the overall feel yeah the feel of the show like the the quality kind Mm -hmm. of of the show or the movie that we're watching and then we were thinking like well i think we need just like entertainment value because sometimes and we've come across this many times we're like technically on paper if i were to like rate this as a critic doesn't score very high but man did i ever enjoy it (laughs) yeah there's definitely something you've heard us say this like there's definitely some episodes where both of us or our or one of us has been like wow the plot was just really like simple mm-hmm. and it really wasn't there wasn't a lot of substance there but man was it ever fun to watch yeah just fun sometimes things are just stupid so, fun and that's and okay that definitely has its value <laughs> yeah like i mean how many movies get released that are literally just dumb entertainment oh, yeah. value yeah absolutely and they, they they blow up like mm-hmm. they're huge definitely so there's definitely like i love i'm really excited that we've added that element of mm-hmm. rating i think it's gonna like really let us like really hone in our specific voice yeah. on us. Yeah. So we hope you enjoy those changes. So story, artistry, entertainment value. Those are our new yeah. three rating categories. And we'll still average it out and give our average Millennial Falcon score. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how yeah. we want to do things from now on. And again, let us know if, if you think it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what your ideas are. We might not implement everything you guys have to say, but we would love to hear from you guys. Absolutely. All right, let's jump into it. Also, I suppose if we're telling you that we want your feedback, we should tell you that you should go to Instagram at the Millennial Falcon Podcast on Instagram and send us a DM, uh, leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yes. So today, John, what are we talking about? Today, we are talking about Clone Wars Season 2, Episodes 1, 2, 3. Mm-hmm. The, I almost said the Ryloth arc. We already did that. The Holocron heist <laughs> arc. We got a heist episode here, John. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to wait till we get into it. Because okay. <laughs> as you may hear from my voice, I loved, loved, loved. This may be. This is a Ooh, bold okay. statement. Big statement coming. Bold statement coming. Hold on to your butts. This may be my favorite f- episode arc. Ooh. This may be my favorite arc so far. Wow. Really? That you've watched so far. Yes. Granted, wow. this is only season two. There's a lot mm-hmm. of Clone Wars left. Okay. But all I have to say is I'm a sucker for a heist for a heist flick. Cad Bane was a rock star of a villain. All right. Well, let's get Tom Kane in here. Tom, d- do your thing. Jedi trapped on Felucia. Clones are surrounded by droid forces. Their only hope is to escape on Republic gunships waiting to land on the embattled surface. Jedi cruisers have managed to blow a hole in the droid defenses and have sent gunships to the rescue. Thanks, Tom. Thank you very much, Tom. Friend of the show, Tom Kane. So, I don't know if you noticed this, and I mean, it wasn't like a massive difference, but Tom's voice seemed a little different to me in this one. Was it just me? I didn't think anything of it. No? I, I thought his, like, performance was just a little bit, like, Tom's a really talented voice actor. I mean, he does Yoda. He does, um, oh, he does a few characters. I think they're actually going to come across some stuff in this arc where he's done a few extra characters. But he's a very good voice actor. But I feel like his voice for the narrator was very, very slightly just different. I don't know. That's just me noticing stupid things that don't matter. But I just thought that was interesting. So right off the bat... <laughs> Right from the jump. Right from the get-go. Sound design. They stepped it up 
with the sound design. Yes, they absolutely did. Like when, like right off the bat, when they're having, oh, I said it again, uh, when they're having all those ships just like fly in towards the planet mm-hmm. and stuff, and like it's just this like chaotic action sequence where they really make you feel it with it, the score. It really like amps up the intensity. It does. Like you at home, I I watch this. Like I have a surround sound system, and they really programmed the sounds so much better than in season one because, like, I can feel the ships, like, coming around my head and just, like, whizzing by me and everything. And it's just, it was such a cool feel, like an atmospheric feel uh, to this. So good job, sound design team. We forgot something. (gasps) Forgot the official description. Yep. All right, so I'm going to go, I'm going to give you guys the official description of this episode. Do it. Cad Bane infiltrates the Jedi Temple and attempts to steal an ancient Jedi holocron. It's up to Ahsoka, Anakin, and Obi-Wan to stop the bounty hunter from escaping with the valuable Jedi artifact. Boom. That was a pretty, like, that was just like a two-word sentence one. You're right. These are getting a lot shorter. Yeah, sometimes they're so short. But, I mean, right to the point. (laughs) That's what happens. (laughs) Well, for a lot of the the first uh, season one episodes, they were long descriptions. So I think somebody yeah. was uh, like, I don't want to write this many lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a, a returning friend coming back for the beginning of this episode. Who's that? None other than Jedi Master Plo Koon himself. Oh, yeah. I yeah, like for, I really like liked him. The briefest of moments, like but yes. Very brief. Like, he's there, and I'm like, oh, sick, he's going to be in this episode. Yeah. Oh, okay, so we just don't ever hear from him. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. There's actually a ton of, like, Jedi that we've seen before. They're kind of, like, walking around in the halls of, like, the, um, like, well, they're on Coruscant. I don't know what you call it. The Jedi Temple or whatever. Just people walking around. Like, oh, we know that person. Oh, we've seen that person before. So it's just kind of cool. Full of cameos. And then, surprise, surprise, Ahsoka gets in trouble again. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Ahsoka is basically doing what Anakin trained her to do, which is don't, like, back off when the enemy's retreating and just try to win the fight. But she, you know, she wasn't having the big picture with the battle, and she kind of paid for that. So they rescued her, and they took her out. It's always um, so funny to me, though, when Anakin's like, like, Ahsoka, I'm so disappointed in you. Yeah. I'm like, dude, she's doing exactly <laughs> what you do all the time. Yeah. Like, every episode you're in, Anakin, you're just, like, disobeying rules. And when it's somebody Mm -hmm. else, then you're mad. Yeah. Then you want to be all hurt. It's like you got to learn the right way to disobey your rules. (laughs) But that's a recurring thing. So maybe he's genuinely like, listen, you can do that, but do it better. Oh, it is a recurring thing. That's a constant theme of the Clone Wars. Got to know when to hold him and know when to fold him. Wow. (laughs) You just quoted Kenny Rogers. (laughs) An old school country singer on a Star Wars podcast. Uh, That's funny. I have regrets. Um, (laughs) When Ahsoka is talking with the Jedi Council, where she's basically like giving her report and everything, there's I love Mace Windu's response to Ahsoka's outburst because Ahsoka's like because they put her on guard duty basically, and uh, Yoda does, and she's like guard duty for how long? And Mace Windu's like longer now <laughs> it's like it was such a like a dad move just being like oh. i think you're gonna get in more trouble now because you oh. have that outburst young lady that's like a you're grounded for a week exactly a whole week all right now it's two make it a month yeah <laughs> yeah you mentioned it already but cad bane had i was just gonna bring that up his so 
uh, Josh says he was introduced somewhere else, but since we're watching it chronologically, this is my first introduction to Cad Bane. And, like, the way they introduced him with the slow-moving camera, like, mm-hmm. like going around him, and the room is all dark, and, like, the, the light from the street is getting in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is cinematic gold. <laughs> like, this, the way they introduced him, and his voice, and the hat, and, like, the trench coat, and the weird face tubes he's got. Yeah. The dude just looks cool. Like, he, he does. looks like a cool villain. Mm-hmm. A bad mama jamma, as you would say. Bad mama. Because I can't <laughs> say the real one. So. And he's got, like, red eyes. Yeah. And he's not even a Sith. He's just a bounty hunter. And no, he's, he's just a bounty hunter. Like, he's the coolest villain mm-hmm. that I think I've seen so far, in my opinion. So. That's a, that may be a bold statement, but I really no, liked him. He's awesome. I love Cad Bane. We get a lot from him. Yeah. Throughout the series, like he's a good, he's a returning character, and he's he's no like he's he's sneaky, he's slippery, mm-hmm. like he's hard to catch, yeah. and he always he seems like he always has a backup plan. There's some stuff I want to bring up with him, but like I don't want to like spoil things he does in the future yeah. for you, so I'll probably try not to. Just one I don't want to spoil more. But yeah, Cad Bane is amazing. That little robot that he has, mm-hmm. Toto, yeah. Is voiced by Seth Green. I saw that too. Isn't that crazy? That's so weird to me. Yeah. He actually does a decent amount of voice acting. He yeah. Ha- he has a lot of voice acting credits. Yeah. He is... I don't like the show, so I'm not endorsing the show at all. Mm-hmm. I really don't like it. I think it's very crass. But he play- He has a big role in Family Guy. Oh, does he? So, hmm. he plays the son. Like Stewie or whatever? Uh, Chris. Okay, I don't even know. However, having said this... I don't. I'm not endorsing the show. I'm not telling you to watch the show. It's honestly, it's very dumb. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, a a, I'm not a Family Guy fan. Totally not relevant at all. But Seth MacFarlane also does this show called The Orville, which is like mm. kind of like a like a Star Trek spoof, but they do it like where it's like it's a spoof, but it's also semi serious, and it's yeah. actually pretty good. I hear that it's show. Good. I liked. I hear that's good. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, there's a moment when Cad Bane is being introduced uh, at the beginning of, the, of this episode, and he's talking to Sidious like through a you know a hologram projection or whatever. Um, it's they have one of those classic moments where Bane's like, "Okay, but it's going to be triple my price to steal this holocron or whatever," and Sidious is like, "Your price is no concern to me." And it's like whenever I see that happen in movies and shows and stuff, I was like. Man, they're probably really wishing they should have set a higher number because it's like that's what I thought. Your price too. is no concern. Uh, ten times my regular pay. <laughs> I want one million dollars. One million dollars. Um, but yeah, Toto three sixty, his his little droid pal, he's awesome. I love Toto. Um, yeah. is he also a recurring? Oh, no, he get. Mm, never mind. Yeah, spoilers. Okay, I'm gonna spoil spoil this for you. He comes back. Toto comes back. How? I don't know. I can't remember because he totally blows up at no, the like end he, of this episode. He's, he's mega dead. Yeah, he he totally blows up, and I can't remember how he comes back because I'm like, I don't remember him dying because he's in so many episodes. But no, he dies, and I guess he rebuilds him or something. I don't, I don't even know how it happened. Interesting. Oh, and uh, Cad Bane, like in this same introduction scene, he basically recruits another bounty hunter. To like help him breaking the, into the yeah, the changeling. I forgot her name right yeah, now. But the yeah, yeah, the changeling. Um, I had her name written down somewhere. What was that? I while you're doing that, I totally thought this episode was gonna go in a whole other direction. I thought this was gonna be a diehard episode where Ahsoka is just like the only one that's able to like oh 
work behind the scenes and catch yeah. these guys. So I was like, I know where this episode is going. I know how it's going to go. It's going to do this, and they're going to do this and this and this. Oh, nope. none of my predictions happened, mm. which made me love this episode so yeah. much more. That does I, make I, me love episodes, too. I love when yeah. a show like makes you think they're going left, but then they turn right. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I love that, too. Kato is the name of the changeling. Um, she is the same alien species as the changeling that was in Attack of the Clones. So the bounty hunter from Attack of the Clones. So we saw a live-action version mm-hmm. of this character. I mean, it's not the same character. It's a different one because, obviously, the character in Attack of the Clones died. But just cool that they brought back that alien species because i guess when i was looking it up a little bit i guess they commonly do become assassins and like bounty hunters and stuff because of their natural ability to mm-hmm. mimic and like you know shapeshift and stuff it's a amazing trait for uh an assassin or a spy so yeah just cool that they brought back that character or that species yeah i did think they were able to break into the temple a little too easily Apparently, on that note about them breaking in too easily, apparently the Blu-ray, like special edition for the season two of the Clone Wars, has deleted scenes for this where Toto learns how to like crack codes and stuff for the Jedi, and he's like stealing information. There's like a bunch more scenes about how they were able to break in and stuff. So. I guess originally that was a bit of a longer scene, but they cut it for time. But I I didn't think it was that bad, though. Like, I never questioned, like, oh, well, you know, droids. (laughs) Well, I just figure for, like, this is the Jedi Temple. I figured it would be a little more than just, like, find a weak spot in the Mm -hmm. Mm shield. They do have that classic scene where it's, like, going through the ventilation shafts to, like, break in, and there's giant fans and stuff that they have to stop. I feel like I've seen that happen in so many different things. there's always the one, like, we didn't stop this fan. Yeah. Yeah. We have to get, we have to remotely stop it. Mm -hmm. We have to, like, we have to, I don't know. I just It was good, though. Like, (laughs) I really enjoyed it. Speaking of that scene, though, this is another scene where I noticed the animation Mm -hmm. just went to a whole other level, because we had that talk about why they did, uh, why they gave Anakin and Obi-Wan armor yeah, instead of, yeah. like, robes. But this in this one, I noticed, like, his coat was, like, floppy. <laughs> he had a floppy coat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess he did. And I was like, oh, wow. They, like, they really did step uh-huh. up. Maybe it was they also had a higher budget, but they yeah. really stepped up there. It does seem animation. like their budget went up because even, like, I had a comment about the shading like the just like the shading and the actual like drawing of these characters and stuff and like the environment when like I especially noticed that there's a scene where Anakin and Obi-Wan are kind of like walking through the hallway talking to each other and the light from the windows as they're passing in between the pillars is with just like the shadows that keep passing over their faces and everything and it, it was just like a really immersive environment like they're the shadows the the shading is so mm-hmm. good like they really stepped it up from season one, so. That could also be a, like, oh, we'll see how season one goes, and if we get picked up again, then, yeah. then we'll throw more money at it. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure something like that happened. I could probably could have looked that up, but I didn't. So the changeling basically takes on the appearance of a Jedi, Ord Instance. I don't know how to say his last name. His first name's Ord, but Master Ord, dude. She takes his appearance to get oh, into yeah. the library. They just have a dead Jedi. 
yeah, Bane killed a Jedi yeah. and stuff. It's kind of what he does. <laughs> he takes out a lot of Jedis. The Changeling has this moment where she is talking to Ahsoka, and Ahsoka confronts uh, the Jedi, asking if she can help her mm, yeah. uh, and stuff. He gets angry at Ahsoka. You think that would have been a dead giveaway that something's wrong here because anger is one of the emotions that the Jedi are supposed to completely steer away from because that's what leads them to the path of the dark side. Yeah, leads to the dark side. Yeah, it's like anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering or something along those lines. That leads Yoda to says. the dark side. Yes. Mm. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, man, Ahsoka should have like... Yeah. And way more suspect in that moment, I felt like. But yeah. He was acting a little sus, as the young ones say. Indeed. As the younglings say. Wow. I remember, I don't know what made me think this during this episode, but I remember thinking, like, I wonder what just, like, because we're seeing an inside peek at, like, the Clone Wars, and we're mm-hmm. seeing an inside peek at, like, the life of the Jedi yeah. and all this stuff. But I wonder what just, like, everyday people, what their lives are like in the Star Wars universe. Like, what is, what kind of jobs do they have? Like, I don't know. I just remember thinking, like, what what does an average Joe, Yeah. what does his life look like? Like, are there lawyers? Are there, there's there's obviously farmers. We've seen farmers already. Yeah. But, like, there's, there's guaranteed there's schools. There's, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, what is, what, is, and then I was like, you know what I would love? A Star Wars movie set in the Star Wars universe that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with yeah, the Jedi just or the everyday Sith. people. Just like, what if there's like a Star Wars universe rom-com? A sitcom. <laughs> of like, of like a girl from Ryloth meets a guy from Tatooine and they fall in love but they're so different how can they, like it yeah, would just be, it would, would be, be so awesome. funny. It'd be so funny. <laughs> I, I would be here for that. <laughs> I would watch it. I would watch it. I'm just saying. The, the universe at this point is big enough. Yeah. We could do it. There are some episodes of the Clone Wars and of Rebels that do kind of have moments where they do highlight some of the more like not mundane but like everyday person kind of moments and stuff mm-hmm. where they like end up like meeting a family that's just living their life and you know mm-hmm. you got you get a little peek in, inside those things from time to time. I also thought that in this season here the fight choreography. There was some moments in season one where the fight choreography was really good as well. But the season, there was some scenes uh, specifically. I'm thinking about when Ahsoka is fighting Madame Jocasta. Yes, I remember thinking the same thing. That was a great. That fight was a scene. really great fight scene. And honestly, I mean, it's animated, right? So they can kind of get away with this sometimes. But some of these animated choreography, like fight scenes and stuff, they're even better than the live action. Like Star Wars movies mm-hmm. and shows and stuff. Like some of the, yeah. the fights in the shows especially. And I mean some of the movies aren't the best either. But I feel like they just can't even hold a candle to how good some I of the choreography just, is. I think maybe you just have more control over every aspect when you're animating it. You like do. you're not having you to worry about like is this actor going to get the choreography right? And yeah. Like we're going to have to like hide the fact that this is a stunt double. Like, exactly. So I think yeah. it's just me. Like in some sense it's harder because you have to like – animate this whole thing mm-hmm. but they can do what but then they want to do on the other on the other side like you're not like it's just you're working with less groups of absolutely people so yeah so that's a holocron heist i thought the little holocron cubes mm-hmm. i thought they look cool also reminded me of transformers oh really like yeah. the energon the all, the, cubes the or... all spark or whatever it's called yeah this episode does a great job at 
at really properly introducing Bane, though, because like there's been some episodes of the show when they introduce a new character, especially bad guys, um, where you kind of just like, well, they're bad guys. Their motive is that they're bad and, and this and that and mm-hmm. stuff. And with this one, they really give you such an awesome job at like displaying Bane's intelligence. Mm-hmm. Like he feels like he's he really, really feels cunning. like he's always two steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Like he's so devious. He's so smart. Like there's the moment when when we I mean we alluded to it already, but when Toto dies, he dies because Bane blew him up. <laughs> that that scene he's also so ruthless because yeah. he's just like go and like go and etch out this hole or whatever you want to say. Yeah. And yeah. Then he's like, just go. Why do I need to go here? Just do it. Yeah. Like yeah. you're literally leading him to his death and mm-hmm. you're just like, just just go, just fine, just whatever. It was so smart though, because he's like he's making this like evidence they're like oh obviously someone just broke through here so the jedi are gonna go that way to follow to try Mm -hmm. to figure out what went that way and he just used it as a diversion so he could get out and i thought that was awesome and he's also really clever because his whole plan kind of doesn't go the way he thinks it will and he just Mm -hmm. like on the fly okay we're gonna adapt and overcome Yeah. yeah improvise adapt overcome what's that from i think bear grills uh yeah the nature survival i know what you're talking about (laughs) it's not like i'm talking about a grill that a bear uses oh okay wow because i thought that's exactly what you're talking about i never know with you (laughs) yeah this was a fun episode i I like this one a lot i thought it was really really well done yeah any other comments any episode where yoda's in an episode i'm a fan more tom kane is always a good thing More tom kane ain't a bad thing I hated that that's not kind of, that kind of rhymed. Um, well, it, look, we've alluded to it. So just to like clear it up, in the end of the episode, the changeling gets mm-hmm. caught. Yeah. Which actually helps Bane escape. Yes. And he just walks, just walks out of the frame. Mm-hmm. And he just, he's just piecing it out. Yeah. Piecing out. Piecing out. And that's just how the episode ends. And it's so like, like, I'm like the whole episode, I'm like, okay, there's only this much left. How is he going to get caught? Okay. Oh, he's, he just walks away. Mm-hmm. What? It's because like the Jedi, everybody goes one way, and mm-hmm. he goes the other way. So he just yeah. like I, it, I think you just assume that he like went out the way he came almost. But okay, here's my question though, because Yoda's like, oh, I sense a disturbance in the Force. I feel like the temple's gonna get broken into, mm-hmm. and he can't sense like, oh, I think Cad Bane went this way. Yeah, I the don't Force know. is just very picky and choosy <laughs> at what time it wants to show up. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it is true. Sometimes they're able to use the force to really pinpoint things, and then other times it's just an impression. No. It's it's because Cad Bane's just so good. No. He like can deflect all these things and stuff. I think I, I think we can get into the ratings. Let's get into the ratings. Ooh, first appearance of our brand spanking new Millennial Falcon approved rating system. Here we go. Story. You want to do story first, or what? What? How do you think we should order this? Story, um, artistry, entertainment. Better. Yeah, I like that order. Okay. Story. I liked the story of this one a lot. This was a really good story. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, they did a great job with Cad Bane. I feel like you had just enough development to really yeah. understand him, but they leave you like really interested in the character. They make you love him immediately, yeah. as far as like love him as a villain. I binged all three episodes, like, one after the other. I mm-hmm. was, I sat down. I was like, okay, I'll watch one now. And I was like, oh, what? Okay. Like, I need I need more yeah. of Cad Bane. I was, yeah. He stole the episode for me. Mm-hmm. So, he did. 
He did. It was wonderful. They did a great job. Honestly, Story is going to get a, a good rating for me. Heist are always fun. Heists a, are always fun. I'm a sucker for a heist movie. Me too. Love a good heist. So that brings it up. I do want to leave... Uh, I, as we're redoing these mm-hmm. ratings with the system we're doing, I'm really trying to make sure I don't like ramp my numbers up too high too fast because I do know how much better this series gets. Yeah, so, I've, been, I've been thinking the same thing. So. Yeah. So for me... I rated Story a 7.8. It is in the top of the sevens for me. Wow. Really good. For you, I feel like that's a high rating. All right. I am going to go 7.9. 7.9. Just shy of an 8. Artistry. Uh, we talked about it a bunch, but visual effects were great, like the uh, shading and the animation style and everything. Yeah, they seemed like they bumped it up. The score, the score was phenomenal. The I sound think. effects. Yep. Like, I have I have no complaints for this episode. No, none. Uh, especially, yeah, uh, only good things to say about this. Really. Also, like the way Cad Bane's voice is done, mm-hmm. so very well done. Yeah, like, it, it, he sounds ominous to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a good job with that. 7.7 for me. Yeah. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, high sevens again. Yeah, 7.7. I think I'll stick with a 7.7 as well. Entertainment value. Like I said, really fun. Really yeah. enjoyed this one. Uh, love Toto. Love the... I always love it when there's just like some sidekick character that kind of gets like he was beaten the, around and taken advantage of a little bit. <laughs> just, he was the C-3PO of the episode. Yeah. So... Yeah, kind of a thing. But that was entertaining... You know, like we said, heists are always entertaining. Overall, 7.7 entertainment value for yeah. me. I, I'm going to go 7.9 again. So that makes my average score for this episode, Holocron Heist, a 7.8. 7.8? Yeah. My average is a 7.3. So that means. Oh, wait, no, sorry, 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 sorry. 7.7. <laughs> My average is a 7.7. So, so that makes our official score for this episode a 7.75. Rounded up to an 8. The Millennial Falcon Holocron Ice Season 2. Holocron Iced? Is that what I just said? Holocron, Holocron Heist. Heist. Season 2, Episode 1, 7.8. In the books. Yeah. I really like this rating system. I mm-hmm. like this a lot more. It seems less clunky. Yeah. It's it's honestly so much easier to get through. Because mm-hmm. that was my concern. Like, that I felt like it was just taking longer. Yes. yes. So I think this... This is much better. All right. Here we go. Chef's kiss. Cargo of Doom. Season 2. Episode 2. Tom Kane. Why don't you kick us off here? Stolen Secrets. Villainous mercenary Cad Bane was hired by Darth Sidious to steal a holocron from the vaults of the Jedi Temple. After fleeing the scene of the crime, Bane hunted down and captured Master Bolero Paul, who has a crystal which holds secrets of the Jedi Order. As a Separatist fleet arrives to help the bounty hunter, Anakin Skywalker races in to cut off their escape and stop Bane from delivering the stolen holocron. So, thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Sorry, I didn't thank Tom Kane. Thank you, Tom Kane. Um, I have a question. Yes. Did we miss something? Or was there a comic? It does feel like that, doesn't because it? Because 
like this is another infamous Star Wars thing where we're just mm-hmm. dropped in the middle yeah. of a thing. Yeah, we just we assume that well, I mean, we definitely assume it implies is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Anakin catches up with Cad Bane. So basically he chases after him, finds him, and Cad Bane gets Master Ropel and the Kyber memory crystal. So we assume all that stuff has happened. Tom Kane does like talk about how that's what just happened. Mm-hmm. They, they got all that stuff. But yeah, it really does jump forward. Yeah. So the way Tom Kane does, like you're you're you you get caught up real quick, but it mm-hmm. just seems like I feel like I missed an episode with yeah. all this that's just happened. It really does. It feels like an entire episode just happened. I do wonder if there was. I know there was still web comics at this point when they're doing season two. So wouldn't surprise yeah. me at all if there was another web comic in between. I tried to find them. Eh? Like I spent a while researching and like trying to find these comics. They have to be available somewhere. I can't find them. Mm-hmm. I found three of the like dozens mm-hmm. of comics that are out there and they're not mm-hmm. like until the end of this season. So unfortunately yeah. they are lost to time. All right. Should we get into the official description? Let's do this. For this episode. Anakin and Ahsoka intercept Cad Bane's warship hoping to recover the stolen Jedi holocron, but the Jedi underestimate the bounty hunter's cunning tactics. Remember how we said he was super smart? Yeah, he super is. smart. My boy's wicked smart. So I love how Rex in in this is so on board with Anakin's reckless plan. <laughs> Rex Rex is like down for anything Yeah he is He loves Anakin so much He's like yeah man this sounds absolutely nuts Let's do it (laughs) We'll Uh, probably die Yeah Who's driving Uh, Because they don't have uh, They're they're chasing after Cad Bane They they got his hyperdrive out But they have no like ships To actually board Cad Bane's ship Yeah so Anakin suggests using the walkers Which are land Like things (laughs) things <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> land walkers so they use the land walkers to basically drop them into like space like, they have magnetic feet yeah we're yeah. gonna be fought he's <laughs> like that's the equivalent of the but did you die me yeah yeah rex is just like all right yeah. let's go man we, we can do this <laughs> the way you said that the cadence sounded exactly like the clones oh thank you dude uh, this is this episode like last episode we learned of his cunning and his his intelligence this episode, we learn that Cad Bane is ruthless. Oh, my gosh. He does not care. And also, it's really like, I don't know what he's thinking. So, context. There's a, a Jedi named Master Ropel mm-hmm. who has this kyber memory crystal that he that he needs to unlock what's in the holocron. Yeah, he needs them to open up the holocron yeah. so they can put the memory crystal inside it. Yeah. But he doesn't want to do it. And so, Cad Bane just kills him. Yeah. Just keeps torturing him. Like, just him. keeps torturing him until he has had more than he can take. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, well, okay, let's get another Jedi. Yeah. Like, he just... Yeah. Dude, dude gives no cares. Mm-hmm. Dude gives no cares yep. whatsoever. Not a single care was given. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Yeah, it he was can't... ruthless. It was, like, visceral, too. Like, just, like, watching, like, Master Ropel being electrocuted to death. Like, it was like, oh, my gosh, they just did that. Like, Angela was watching this with me again, and, like, she was like, oh, my gosh, they just kill him? Like, that was I was not expecting that. I was not expecting straight up murder. Yeah. Murder. Murder. R2-D2 is back. Yeah. For this episode. Love it when he comes back. Him and C-3PO, when you see them, it's just like, you just get a smile on your face. Yeah. (laughs) 
What a dynamic duo. There is a lot of funny droid lines in this episode. There is a lot of them in this episode. <laughs> I, I love this one. It's like, we're defending against the Jedi alone? I hate this job. <laughs> I remember that one. It just, oh, it made me, so, it made me laugh so much. Yeah. Sometimes when, when the droids make jokes, I'm like, oh, you're so dumb. Yeah. But other times I'm like, okay, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like the, the one with like, we're independent thinkers. Yes. From That was from a previous episode, though. But it was like, we're all yeah. independent thinkers. Roger, 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 Roger. Yeah, Roger, 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 Roger. There's another moment, too, later on in this episode. But uh, since we're talking about stupid droid lines, I'll just say it now. One of the droids is, uh, there's three droids in this back corner of the ship or whatever. And the Jedi walk into the room and one of the droids is like, come on, you said we were safe back here. <laughs> I remember like, that, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness. I love it how Star Wars gives droids personalities. Yeah. It's, but that's that's only really in the shows, right? Uh, no, the movies have some of it too. With, with the droids specifically, maybe not as much as they exaggerate in this show, but there's plenty mm. of other droids. Yeah. I mean, C-3PO himself has plenty of personality, and so does He's R2. Got, he has a lot of sass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there's tons of droids that just have personality. It's like, mm-hmm. huh, I don't know why you programmed them that way, but you did. <laughs> yeah. Maybe program them with more butt-kicking skills and yeah. less sass skills. Yeah, that would be useful. Just they spend my too much, Too much uh, personality budget yeah. on those droids. There's a great homage in this episode. I don't really have too much to say about this one other than that it was just enjoyable. Yeah. But because it's kind of a simple plot in this mm-hmm. one. It's just, you know, Jedi invade. They go try to get Cad Bane. But there's a great homage when the clones are kind of walking through the dark hallway with the Jedi and Rex smashes his head off that pipe. And I was like, this feels like a great homage to uh, New Hope, I think it is. Or it might be Empire. When one of the stormtroopers bangs their head off of that door, it's like a classic. Oh, is that scene. what he says? Better switch to night vision. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Rex says better switch to night vision. But I just thought it was very reminiscent, anyway, of that classic scene where it's kind of in the background. One of the stormtroopers in one of the original Star Wars movies bangs yeah. his head off of the door. Um, was this? This is just me asking you. Was this the episode where Senator U- or General Yularen? Seems just really ticked at Anakin, and I don't know why. Or yes. is that the next one? No, I think it was this one. He was kind of mad at him. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah, I didn't it understand. was this one because he was like, we don't have any proper ships to, like, infiltrate these people. That's we right. should be turning around. And he's very upset at Anakin for basically taking all these clones yeah. and land walkers on, in space. <laughs> so I get it, but I don't know why he's being so salty in yeah. this one. I mean, at the end, Admiral Yularen is like, I see. So the mission was your usual form of success then because Cad Bane ends up dying and, well, maybe at the end of this one, Cad Bane. Isn't he in the next one, dude? No, this is at the end of this one, Cad Bane, quote unquote, dies. Yeah, but he comes back in the third one, right? Yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying, quote unquote. Yes, 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 yes. I thought you meant like actually dies. No, no, no. He didn't die. No. No, he didn't actually die, but according to them, he mm-hmm. did. And even as a viewer, they kind of like imply that he died. Mm, so you don't remember, officially yes. know. You suspect, but you don't officially know if he did die or not because Cad Bane ends up putting one of the clones into his costume and he takes one of the clones' yes. costume uh, or armor or suits, whatever you want to say, and basically kills the clone yeah. again <laughs> as himself. The magnetic, the magnetic boot fight scene with Ahsoka and all the 
Oh, all when the, the gravity's off? Yeah, all the clones, Anakin, um, when they're fighting against him. That was a cool scene. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Again, I feel like they just kicked it up. Like, yeah. there was so much, like, the, the intensity and the suspense and everything in these, in these fight sequences mm-hmm. is just, like, it's elevated. The action was really good. Yeah, some really good action in these. The one thing I've never understood is how is there never any, like, they don't ever see like they don't ever look injured when they get hit by these lasers or these blasters or whatever. <laughs> I know it's like, like they're just like eh, okay, and I fall over and die. Yeah, sometimes it's like they instantly get killed, and other times it's like a graze or whatever. Like I don't, I don't know, like what what determines if a laser blast like, is fatal? Like <laughs> I would, I would imagine they would like because when they hit the droids, yeah, the, their metal is is like red. So I feel like mm-hmm. there would be a burn or like a scorch mark or something. Yeah, I mean sometimes there is. Yeah, anyway, good good fight. To summarize what I was trying to say before, Admiral Yularen, when he says at the end, he's like, so I see your mission was your usual form of success. He was referencing that Cad Bane died, and he died along with the Holocron. So uh, according to Anakin and like the Jedi and everything, they thought they lost the Holocron and they lost Cad Bane. Like, both of them died in the explosion that they were kind of mm-hmm. escaping from. And that's kind of how they end this episode. So you don't actually know what really happened until the start of the next one. Mm-hmm. I kind of was like, mm, that's not really Cad Bane. He's not going to be that, that slippery and then just die right yeah. there. He's alive. That's him. Especially from a clone. Yeah. Like, he's, he's so skilled. Like, we already got a really good sense of his skill level. Yeah. There is a continuity error in this episode. Really? Yeah. When Ahsoka is chasing Cad Bane down the hallway, and he, like, grabs her by the ankle and electric shocks her. Mm. So, in this episode, she's wearing a red suit. Yeah. But when he does that, you can see that her leg is white. Like, the usual pants that she wears oh, are white. I didn't notice that. Interesting. Read that on the Wikipedia. The Wikipedia. Yeah. Nice. All right. Any other comments about this episode? All right. Let's get into the ratings. Story. I like this one. Yeah. Uh, I definitely don't think it was as good as the last one. Yeah. Um, it's just because it was just such a simple plot in this one. It was mostly action. Like most of yeah. this episode was just a lot of action scenes, which was really fun. Um, it's just like there wasn't really a ton going on with the mm-hmm. story of this one. Um, definitely, like you said, really further does the character development for Bane as far as like the ruthlessness and stuff of him. Yeah. Um, so that keeps it a little bit higher for me. Um, but overall, I would say 7.4 for story. Yeah. I want 7.6. 7.6? Mm-hmm. Fair. Artistry, again, really, really solid. Um, this, this was kind of like mid seven tier for me. So like yeah. 7.5 is what I ended up giving it. Yeah. I gave it another 7.6. 7.6. Overall, entertainment value. I enjoyed this episode. Like, this wasn't like a top-tier episode for me or anything, but it was It was, it was very enjoyable. 7.4 for me. Yeah, honestly, I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like within this arc, it wasn't mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah. And overall, like, it was pretty good. I would, I'm going to give it a good 7.5. Yeah, well. like we said, it's mostly just a lot of action. It, like, which was really good. Like, yeah. that's really enjoyable. Like, there's a lot of really entertaining action scenes in this. Yeah, I, I, I love this whole arc. I would, I would gladly watch this episode again. Yeah. So, yeah, seven point four for me. Uh, you said, what'd you say? Seven point five. Seven point five. All right. So that makes my average a seven point six. And mine 
a 7.4. So we have a 7.5 as our average. The Millennial Falcon, Cargo of Doom, Season 2, Episode 2, 7.5. Millennial Falcon score. That is the official rating of this episode, Cargo of Doom. All right, let's end this arc with Children of the Force, Season 2, Episode 3. What do you say we try to land this bucket of bolts? Tom, take us away. A thief hunted in a daring assault. Anakin Skywalker and his Padawan Ahsoka boarded the warship of cunning bounty hunter Cad Bane to recover a stolen holocron containing a list of the galaxy's Force-sensitive children and future Jedi Knights. After a desperate chase and duel with the villain, Anakin and his troops defeated Bane, but were forced to evacuate his doomed vessel without the holocron. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. How about we get into the official description of this episode? Darth Sidious has a new dark assignment for bounty hunter Cad Bane. Kidnap four sensitive children from across the galaxy and bring them to Mustafar. Yeah, this one was also another really big, like, Cad Bane is ruthless. Yes. Also, I love that they brought they brought this to Mustafar. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I have a comment about that, too. But before we get to that, at the very beginning... They reveal Cad Bane's alive, so he, he wasn't a clone yep. trooper armor, so all that is revealed. He didn't have his throat pipes on, so like the breathing tubes or whatever, they're attached to the side of his face. He didn't have those on when he was escaping in the clone armor. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so he took them off, I guess. So it made me think, I was like, well, does that mean he doesn't need those to breathe? I thought he used those to breathe, and then I looked it up. And he does use them to breathe, but I guess he can still use, like, his normal breathing Mouth. abilities. But here's the crazy thing. And there's some debate on how factual this is, but it's on the it's on the Wikipedia, so I'm just going to go yep. by it. He put those in to avoid being force-choked. So if he was ever force-choked by a Jedi, he could still breathe. That's pretty smart. It's like, that's like a next-level bounty hunter yeah. move right there. Also... Cad Bane not wearing a hat, way less intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly, I was like, you're a nerd. You're a nerd. Yeah. Whatever, dude. He's just a, a blue bald alien. He's a blue man group. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> With forehead for yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> He's a man of large forehead. And I feel for you. I'm also a man of large forehead. Uh, me too. Me too. Large yeah. forehead gang unite. Um, I don't want to be in the same, <laughs> same gang as Cad Bane. You know who else has a big forehead? Yoda. Yoda has a big forehead. So does Mace Windu. John's just watching the the show and listing everybody that has a big forehead. Yep. <laughs> um, Count Dooku, big forehead. Nice. So this one really gets into the whole Jedi are taken as babies yeah. thing. Like even by the good guys. So Cad Bane is like posing as a Jedi. To, like, steal the babies from the people again. The the scene where the first kid he takes, that was, like, oh, that was creepy a yeah. little. That was dark. It was very dark. But it also made me think actual Jedi are doing this all the yeah. time, too. Like, but they except, do mention that, like, oh, uh, Master Robo said that, that you, he would have more time. Yeah. So, so like, it's not I, like they're taking him right off the bat, but. 
no and, and i get that like i get like she did say that like the mom yeah. was saying it's like oh like it was going to be like another year or two or whatever it was but it still does like make me think how sad it is that jedi are just taking these force sensitive children from their parents i suppose willingly they're giving them away i don't know this reminded um, me of something from the bible oh yeah yeah okay you know the story of hannah She's like, Hannah. she's at the temple and she's praying and she's like, I just want to have a kid. And he, she's like, if I have a son, I will like, once he, once he's been like mm. properly weaned off and all that stuff right. like that. He'll give her to the she, Lord. Yeah. He's going to like, his life, whole life will be dedicated. So she like, mm-hmm. just brings him to the temple right. where he's going to be trained to not be a Jedi, but he's going to be a priest. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's I mean, great. I do remember that now. Yeah. Um, but, but I suppose that's like. A different thing of like not just you're being taken, but the mom is like, I'm going yeah. to offer you up because God was this faithful and He allowed me to have this child. So yeah, there is a difference, but it just reminded me yeah. that a little bit. Like I do wonder, like how much are they willing to just give their kids away? Like, like I, I'd well, really it, love to know more about that. It seemed like for the mom of the one kid, it seemed yeah. like it was really hard. Yeah, like it was heartbreaking. Yeah, but at the same time, I get that it's like. Hey, we we need this kid to live up to his potential as a mm-hmm. Jedi. So yeah, I get it, but it's like it doesn't make it less uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So as this episodes as the episodes going on, Anakin ends up going back to Naboo again. He loves to go back to Naboo <laughs> to see his Naboo. <laughs> it's funny because he doesn't. They don't show anything about him going to see Padme, but. Wouldn't surprise me if he just made a little stop to see if she was there. <laughs> a little bit of. <laughs> kissy kiss um but captain typho has a little cameo again he does you know what i meant to bring up last time we saw him he looks so much like the actual actor that plays uh typho he really does um at least in attack of the clones version of captain typho because i think in phantom menace they have a different actor for Captain Typho, and then they change the actor when they get to Attack of the Clones, and I can't remember if he's in Revenge of the Sith or not. But anyway, the guy that that plays uh, plays him, his name is Jay Lagaya. <laughs> I can't not pronounce his last name. It's got like special characters and stuff in it. Lagaya. <laughs> I can't say. I'm trying it. to find it. His first name's Jay. <laughs> okay, what what's the character's name again? Captain Typho. Like, look him up, and the animated version of him looks just like him. Like, like not everybody does that, because if you look at, like, Anakin and Obi-Wan, for example, like, the way they modeled their faces, they don't really look like Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen at all. But, um... Well, maybe Anakin a little more so than Obi, but... Really? I feel like the other way around. I don't know. I feel like they're not, like, they're not, like, like Obi-Wan's just a dude copies. with a beard. Yeah, and like even Mace Windu and stuff, he doesn't look like Samuel Jackson. Well, a little, but anyway, Captain Typho. I just thought it was funny because like he looks just—it's an exact copy of the yeah. actual actor. I think it's supposed to be Jay Lag- Lagaya. Lagaya, maybe. It's like three A's in there, <laughs> four A's actually. <laughs> is he? Is he Samoan? I think so. I think so. I I, I thought that that same. Oh, thing. no, he's uh, New Zealand, Australian. Oh, really? Interesting. Anyway. Anyhow. We talked about Jedi using the Force here, and you wanted to say something about that scene, too. 
coming up where the Jedi are all using the Force together. Oh, for Cad Bane? Yeah, when they're like interrogating yeah. Cad Bane. That got a little bit like... Anakin seemed to enjoy himself a little bit. You could see a little hints of Darth Vader there, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, that. The, but all three of them were. Honestly, this scene felt so out of character for Jedi to do because they're basically torturing Cad Bane with the Force, like, together. Like, all three of them are trying to do Jedi mind tricks on Cad Bane because Cad Bane's too smart, so he's not, like, susceptible to Jedi mind tricks. But when all three of them are just there being like, you will take us to the holocron or take us to the children and stuff. And they're just doing it over and over again, torturing the guy. And eventually he's like, no, I'm done with this. I'll, I'll take you kind of a thing. Well, I mean, Anakin is like when, when it, when they stop, Anakin's like, perhaps we should try again. Like he's like, yeah, yeah. He seems to, the other ones are like, this is a necessity. And he's like, I want to, I want to hurt this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. He's like, we're going to keep doing this. Till you give us the information. Give us what we're at all costs. I saw that was a little bit too dark for Jedi. Mm -hmm. It it felt a little wrong. Right after that is a scene where they, they, I think it's Maze Windu that says Palpatine wants a report on this. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, well, this isn't a, this isn't a Republic issue. Mm -hmm. And then Anakin's like, well, as long as we're acting as a Republic military, we should be. And I'm like, oh, this Palpatine has his claws yeah. in you. Yeah. Like, that's something that they haven't really explored a lot in this series. They have a little bit. They have a little bit. We've talked about it before. Minutely. Yeah. The On that note, though, like with Palpatine and Anakin, something I just thought of that I don't think I've really thought about before, and if I did, I forgot that I thought about it. Um, <laughs> Anakin never had a father. Oh, yeah. Anakin that's right. never had a father. So Palpatine has been playing this fatherly role yeah, yeah. for Anakin. So I can see how Anakin would kind of like more easily yeah. fall into this trap of being like, well, he's just so nice to me and he's watching over me and he's got my back. Like, yeah. He's like got my back. He's like, he's become this like father figure to Anakin yeah. almost. So I can see how he'd like let that blind him a bit to like what's really going on. I mean, also Sidious yeah. is just like a master class in deception. Mm-hmm. So. He also seems like he has zero respect for Ahsoka. Palpatine? Oh, yeah. He's just like, you may leave. I need to talk. The, the grown-ups are talking. Yeah. Child. Yeah. It's like, uh, be gone, young one. We are like, do- Leave talking. us, child, or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just think he, he just looks evil to me. Uh, you know, another funny thing, right right before Anakin goes to see Sidious, um, <laughs> uh, I, th- I can't remember if it was Mace Windu or if it was Obi-Wan that are like, or no, you know what? I think it was Anakin. He's like, you know, this is a trap, right? And they're like, of course it's a trap, Skywalker. And they just go along with it. I love how Jedi, like in every episode, whenever there's traps coming and they say like, oh, we know it's a trap. They're just so willing to walk into traps. They're so excited to be trapped. <laughs> it's just like, ooh, it's going to be a trap. This will be fun. No. Like, because we're a Jedi and we're impervious to traps. Like, it, it's just, it almost seems like cocky. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> in those moments where they're just like, oh, I don't care if it's trap, we'll get yeah. out of it. I'm not even worried. We already mentioned this, but this episode is a little darker. Like, yeah. it deals with like human trafficking in a sense. Like, they're yeah. stealing children. Child trafficking, nonetheless. Yeah, they're stealing yeah. children to like. So I don't know if he's like. At first, I'm like, is he trying to kill all these all these children? But he's wanting to train them as yeah. his own. Yeah, that was a cool comment. Like even just like like even just what they what they said when they're like we need to do this surgery or whatever, mm-hmm. 
He's like, but they're too young for this. Well, if they if they die, I will have lost nothing. Like, yeah. He just it doesn't matter. Yeah, Sidious. I mean, Sidious is devious. Yeah. <laughs> he he's so evil. Like he's he's his hologram, mind you. He's not actually there, but he's like hovering over these little babies and stuff that they captured. I mean, there's two of them, yeah. uh, but he's hovering over them and he's like talking about his like vision for creating this like it, it almost seems like he's talking about creating like an army of force wielders for mm. his like for his side uh that's kind of what he's saying right uh, yeah it it almost made me wonder if this is like the inception point of inquisitors you haven't really met inquisitors yet because you haven't watched any of the future star wars shows no okay so I you mean, don't, even, don't know know even know what are. inquisitors um well, I won't bother explaining it to you. But that sounds like Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> if you're, if you know, you know. If you're a big Star Wars fan, you've already watched tons of stuff with Inquisitors. They're huge in Rebels, but they're also in a few of the live action shows that have come out. Or didn't you watch Kenobi? No, I watched like half an episode. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I feel bad. I gotta watch this. Okay, because they're in Kenobi as well. But Inquisitors, they're basically like an army of Sith, kind of a deal. Oh, okay. I have seen them then. I just have no idea yeah. about anything about anything. Yeah. I, I just thought that was interesting. It's like, it's almost like that was like kind of that birthing moment of potential Inquisitors. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, also Sidious seems to just love Mustafar because I feel like he keeps like making plans for bases and hideouts and meetings and different things on Mustafar, which is the lava planet and yeah. stuff that's like the same space that they went to in Revenge of the Sith where Anakin gets all chopped up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so just a little interjection, funny funny thing. I saw this Instagram reel the other day. Mm-hmm. Somebody sent it to me. It was... Is it the marshmallow thing? <laughs> it was the marshmallow thing. Oh, this, oh they sent it to our, to our Instagram. Yeah. It was so funny. I shared it to our stories. It was so funny. It's the... It's the the voice. It's the narration of like, you were the chosen Anakin. You were supposed to... Um, you're supposed to something with the, not oh join gosh, them. I should know this quote. You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join. Yeah, it was said it, that you would it. destroy the Sith, not join them. Yeah, and he's like, I hate you. And there's like one marshmallow that's just on the side of the bonfire pit, and the other one is inside it, being burned <laughs> alive. And I'm like, that is so dark. Whoever did this is hilarious. That was so funny. Uh, oh man. When Anakin and Ahsoka eventually show up on Mustafar to like investigate. Or no, it wasn't Anakin. Was it Anakin or was it Obi-Wan? It was Anakin and Ahsoka, right? Yeah, no, it was Anakin and Ahsoka. When they eventually show up, they go in there and the medical droids are basically trying to kill them. And I'm like, man, how many different programs do they put into these medical droids? They can save people's lives and take them. (laughs) You get the the best of both worlds. They're combat trained, I guess. (laughs) Yep. Oh, I, okay, John, there's something I want us to start doing. Yeah. I think it would be really funny. And I almost want to go back and see if we can figure out how many we've already seen. R2-D2 is in this again. He saves Anakin and Ahsoka's lives again. I wonder how many times R2 has saved someone's life. Because <laughs> oh, it happens so many, so many times yeah. where it's like, if it wasn't for R2, Anakin and Ahsoka would have died yeah. here because he, uh, well, probably. Um, but he basically opens the door that they got shut into and the whole tower or whatever is like falling into the lava and they're stuck in there. But then 
it's funny because he bangs on the dude. He's like, where's R2? And then immediately R2 yeah. just opens the door just in the nick of time, of course, and they get out safely. But I feel like that's happened so many times so with many. R2. Mm-hmm. It's like I almost want to start keeping a tally of all the times R2 saved people. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because it, it happens a lot. It oh, really yeah. does. I don't know if droids get paid by the by the Jedi, but <laughs> give this man a raise. Oh yeah, give him give him the finest droid oil yes. that you can find. Yeah, this guy needs a free polish yeah. for sure. All right, you want to get into the ratings? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. I really enjoyed this one. I think this might have been my favorite I of think, the trilogy. Yeah, I think it would go episode three, episode one, episode two for me. I agree, totally on the same page. I think. I think this one was my favorite. Yeah. It was it was intense and it was mm-hmm. a little darker. Yeah. But, but like the plot was very good. Like it, yeah. it it was just like you said it was intense. Um like it was dark but they really like they made you feel things. Um it was just like the stakes seemed yeah. really high in this um, one. Well, you know, I'll talk about this when we get to the rating, but I will say like I really love the direction that Clone Wars is taking so mm-hmm. that I'm that I'm realizing. I know we're like we just started season 2. Yeah. So and you've seen it more, so yeah, I've I don't seen know if, it all. Yeah, um, but I'm really liking the direction. It feels like they're like they're taking themselves more seriously. They are, and yeah. it seems like it's, I I'm really looking forward to the mm-hmm. rest of the show. That now. continues to develop. I I feel like the yeah. Clone Wars is one of there's very few shows that do this, but I feel like Clone Wars grows up with its audience. So yeah. so like yeah. it tends to mature I as like, the seasons I like go it, on. I like when that happens. So I gave Story a seven point nine. Yeah. Yeah, right at the edge of being in an eight for me. Oh, you know so what? Seven point nine. I went over the edge. I gave it eight point one. Eight point one. Yep. Nice, nice. Artistry. So like visual right. effects and there sound was something design, I wanted. Stuff. To, sorry, there was something I wanted to mention here. Yeah. The like, I don't know if it would be lighting or like, like the Mustafar scene. It felt like dark and edgy. Mm-hmm. And like there was a scene where they're like they're looking for the for the babies. Yeah. And you see Ahsoka like lean over the little, like crib, crib the crib thing. of darkness, yeah, thing. crib of darkness, yeah. And like the light, like it's the lighting again. Her face, like she, mm-hmm. you see the like this the panic on her face, and it's just like yeah, the, the way they did it is just mm-hmm. so elevated, mm-hmm. and it it looks so cool. Yeah, visual effects are really so, good. Honestly, they've already stepped it up a ton in this season, mm-hmm. and we just started. So yeah, they kick off season two with a bang. It's yeah. it's been really good. Seven point eight for me. Yeah. Artistry. Um. Yeah. Seven point nine. Seven point nine. I don't want to go too high off the bat, but yeah. I do think it's definitely worth a seven point nine. Hmm. Well, off the bat for entertainment for me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go high on this one. I'm gonna go eight point three. Whoa. Eight point three. Eight point three. Wow. You were very entertained by this. I don't know if it was quite it, an eight for me. I don't. Okay. I was entertained. But it wasn't like a, oh, wow, I love this. It was like, oh, my gosh, this is like, what? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it just, it, it hooked me. Yeah. So. I, I gave it a 7.7. 7. I, I thought it was really good. Very entertaining. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, 7.7. 7. I, I feel like I can't put it into like an 8 unless it's like, dude, that was great. You have to see this. Like, an 8 is like, you got to see it kind of a thing for me where I'm like, I mean, it's definitely a worthwhile episode if you're trying to watch through Clone Wars. This definitely is a you got to see it as far as Clone Wars goes. But as far as like all television goes, it's not an eight. Um, but yeah, seven point seven entertainment value. So that makes my my score a eight point one. Eight point one. 
Mine is a 7.8. So that makes our official, wow, that makes our official Millennial Falcon score for this episode, Children of the Forest, a 8.0. 8.0, wow. Well, 7.95, so 8. Yeah. 8.0. That, there's very few 8 level Clone Wars episodes so far, right? Yeah. I don't think we've hit many of those. I mean, Tales of the Jedi, though. Yes. It. But, I mean, that's oh, no, technically that's not, Clone, not Wars. Clone Wars. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, Tales of the Jedi is way up there, but for the Clone Wars. I got that mixed up because we we like, we like went back and we did Tales of the Jedi mm-hmm. a little bit out of order when you, we had already started Clone yeah. Wars, but yeah. that was just, that's fine. All right, well, that's another episode in the, in the books. books. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram at the Millennial Falcon Podcast. As we said in the top in the top of the episode, leave us some feedback. Tell yeah. us how you like our new rating system. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you think that would be cool to include? Anything that you think we could improve on? Anything you think we're doing really well? Like I don't want to just hear how how bad we are. I also want you guys to tell us how amazing we are at the same time so tell us all of that like tell us we're great tell us we're not that great tell us about your lunch on thursday tell us whatever you want sure not whatever you want keep it safe keep it pg don't just be good anyway join us next time as we discuss clone wars season two episode 17 all the way up to 17 i tell you season two is probably the most convoluted when it comes to chronological order Bye. Bye.